Hey, Adam. Yo. Does Keith Jarrett remind you of a mediocre jazz uh, school student? In some ways, no. <laughs> I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It Podcast. Daily music advice coming at you. Coming at you today, sponsored by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com to check out all of our lessons. You know, Peter, I've been doing this daily guided practice session. We have a whole piano guided practice course over there. The guided practice sessions are taken over. They uh, are. Because they're so popular. These are sessions where uh, you can actually practice with me and Peter Martin. We lead you through what to practice, how to practice it, how to think about it. And in the daily guided practice session, man, I was comparing this the other day, what it must have felt like when sort of HBO discovered sort of long form uh, <laughs> dramas that you can tell huge stories over the course of 10 years as opposed to, you know, a single video course, which uh, can be very informative. But over these guided practice sessions, we can cover one very uh, specific nerdy topic over the course of a month and get super deep into it. And yeah. I can really explain what works about it, why it works, how it works in different situations. And then I can show you exactly how to practice it. So it gets in your playing very fast. Uh, go check out, uh, open studio slash guided practice for all our guided practice sessions. Yeah. And you know, the, the, the best way to get involved with that, I would say if, if you're not a member already is to jump in as a piano access pass or all oh. access pass member, right? That's kind yeah. of, that's kind of your way. In. And does that get you access to the new app? I believe it does. It gets you access to the new guided practice app. Yeah. The piano access pass is one of our most popular products at open studio. It's all the piano courses we make, all the right. guided practice sessions, everything. Go yeah. Back. So if you're not sure like what level you're coming in or you want to sample some different things, that's definitely a way to go. Right. And um, we what got are we talking amazing, about today? We're on Twitter and we're taking questions. I love Twitter. These, I know. Sorry, we're on. Uh, I'm. I'm also on Twitter. We're on Instagram, uh, taking questions. We're on Instagram we're, every Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Come join us and give us your questions. But we got some good ones here, and yes, we have we one do. particular good one that we're going to kick it off with. Well, let's do it. All right. This is from Jesse hates jazz, <laughs> which is, by the way, Jesse. Thank you for that handle. Uh, yeah. What is the difference between the way Keith Jarrett plays solo piano versus a college student? Mediocre. And, and he didn't even say like a college student that plays piano. He just no. said, he just said a, a college student. I'm assuming it's a college. No, no, hold up. But you, you're, you're missing a very important word there, Adam, unless we're looking at a different question. I might be. He might have done this twice. What is the difference between... Oh, yeah, he did do it twice. So th this is the one I like. What is the difference between the way Keith Jarrett plays solo piano and a mediocre college student? What is the difference between <laughs> this is such a uh, okay um, well so are we gonna assume that Jesse means a mediocre music college student not just I, a I assume yeah not just like a <laughs> not just like a mediocre lit major at Oberlin but like <laughs> right. ooh shade at Oberlin no mediocre no Oberlin's awesome they accept me mediocre students don't they well oh there we go maybe okay. Um, so yeah. Okay. So let's, let's talk about this. A mediocre college student. <laughs> well, no, you know what? Actually, where do you even start uh, with this though? Yeah. Well, no, you know what? I would say there's not the, as big of a difference as we think. I mean, no more so than the difference between Keith Jarrett and every other piano player in a way. To me, I love Keith Jarrett. You know, I love Keith Jarrett, Adam. Mm -hmm. And I, I know you love Keith, uh, Keith Jarrett. And I don't just mean, oh, we love him because he's great. No, I mean, I've, for hours, and I mean, I love his music, and I've 
studied it and I, I geek out on him, but I also just love it on a visceral level of just the beauty of his piano playing and the ingenuity of what he does. And I mean, I've been, followed him, I've heard him live and everything. But the thing is, we have to remember, Keith Jarrett is just really good at being Keith Jarrett, yep. you know? So that mediocre college student, the biggest difference is really just that they haven't figured out how to be not mediocre at what they're doing in music. They actually have something most likely in them that's better than mediocre. It's not Keith Jarrett, but that's yeah. okay. Because yeah. what, 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 what would be worse than hearing a mediocre college student try to be Keith Jarrett? You know, or Keith Jarrett try to be a mediocre college student. Neither one of those is going to be that interesting. So the differences that we have, I think ultimately it's it's more of a matter of just like Keith Jarrett is at the level. And look, he's a lot older than a mediocre college student, most likely. Although depending on how mediocre they might be on their seventh, eighth, ninth year of undergrad. We, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, there's there's I, th I think for broad differences, most likely Keith Jarrett cares a lot more about <laughs> performing on the piano than a mediocre college student. And that's right. evidenced by the time and passion that Keith Jarrett has probably put into being a great pianist throughout right. the course of his life. He started young, very, very young. Yeah. And he's done it at the highest level since he was a child. And yeah. uh, he cares about it quite a bit and knows an awful lot about it. There are some practical things, though. If we want to just talk about Keith Jarrett versus like a, a regular ass intermediate piano player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Regular ass intermediate piano players tend to play a lot longer phrases than Keith Jarrett. Have you ever noticed this? Keith, when you analyze Keith Jarrett's phrases, they're yeah. short. They're shorter than what I play. They're yep. short. He plays short phrases that are strung together very fast, like in, in, in um, ever kind of changing intervals. Yep. But he, his phrases are shorter than you think they are. You think that yep. he's like has these long, languid lines. Yep. Sometimes, but mostly, he's, he's jabbing. Short yep. phrases, they all they seem languid because every one of them seems like it was a pre-written me melody somehow that he, yep. you know, from some standard you don't know. And some of them maybe are, but I guarantee you his, his phrases, Keith's phrases are shorter than yours. Check that out. And uh, especially for like an intermediate piano player who tends to just run their fingers over scales, uh, scale run as they, as they improvise. So yep. that's like a real practical difference. And then other than that, I, th I do think just like how much he cares, how much he's probably more present as he's playing, not second guessing himself or thinking about or being in his own head, just letting go and trying to be in the moment. He's talked about that. That's an obvious thing. Yeah. Um, his knowledge, I mean, we're, we're, knowledge of theory, harmony, yeah. mechanics of the piano, all of it. Yeah, just yeah. a better human all around, basically. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, we're not saying that. But yeah, it's just a fully, you know, but I, the, the main distinction I wanted to make was that the difference isn't that he can do Keith Jarrett so much better than the mediocre college student because he can do Keith Jarrett so much better than everybody, even, you know, Herbie Hancock or Chick Corea or whatever. Hmm. But this idea of like, I mean, obviously, Keith Jarrett's a supremely gifted, um, but more importantly, well-practiced and deeply dedicated and attuned pianist. You know, forget about jazz, classical, whatever. You ever heard his classical recordings of Bach and Mozart? Man, on ECM is Mozart uh, piano concertos, A major, man, incredible. So I mean, he's just he's 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 a he's a monster. He's a monster pianist that has you know with a gift, but you know whatever gift he has, if that was really ends up being twenty percent or fifteen percent, and then the rest is just hard work, dedication, and commitment over many many years to his craft. On, on you know on a very just uh, dogmatic and um, 
committed level. I mean, just crazy off the charts. And that's part of who he is, and that's what yeah. makes him. Yeah, Whereas, yeah. you know, the, the the mediocre college student may be dedicated to ramen noodles and saving the environment. I don't know. There's many things they could be dedicated to, but they, they haven't dedicated weed, themselves. Probably, probably dedicated probably to weed. Could be weed. Could be yeah. weed. You know, That's another difference, perhaps, between, you know. Good. That's a great question. <laughs> Could really go in many is. different directions, and we did. Was, Jesse hates jazz. Thank you so much. That just made my day. The whole yeah. the whole experience of you. Great stuff. Uh, can I throw one out there that I'm reading here? Yeah, go ahead. Because I have no idea how I'm gonna re- answer this, so I'm gonna need your help. Hey, Peter, what's your favorite jazz mode, and with what's it? It's related chords. Um, That's easy. Lydian, and it's uh, F uh, major seven sharp eleven. Done. Next. Yep. Bam. Okay. That's my favorite, right? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think I, I don't, do you have a favorite mode? A favorite mode? Uh, yeah. no. Isn't that what the question was? Yeah. What's your favorite mode? I don't know yeah. if there is a, I don't know if there is a, first of all, I don't know if there's a specific jazz mode and that I would consider a jazz mode. I think they're, you know, they're musical modes, but um, nothing super specific to the jazz idiom, I would think. Yeah, maybe melodic minor, but even that is used a ton in like you know film scoring and stuff like that. Yeah. So no, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I think it's all, I think it's all good. You know, it's all just a tool to to get sounds that we can throw together and tell our story with. So exactly. whatever my favorite mode is, whatever is helping me tell my story at that particular time. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's it's like it's very situational. So when when you're not in a musical situation or or in the middle of something. Um, you know, if you're playing a composition, be it yours or somebody else's, that you get to a situation where you have some choices, which is often happens, if not all the time, actually, unless it's really spe- specific to, to what's going on. But you always have some choices in which modes to use or whether or not to use a mode or not. You don't have For to. Sure. Not everything has to be modal, you know, not even things that are typically thought to have to be modal. Yeah, but, think if um, you could do like pure melody without thinking about modes, just following your ears and seeing if you can make anything sound good over whatever particular changes you are without thinking about modes, like just thinking about melodically where you're going. That's a whole other right. way to and talk about Keith Jarrett, you know. Yeah, let's talk about him. Oh, we already talked about him, so that was good. <laughs> well, thanks for all these questions. Uh, yes. Man, these were awesome. I loved. Uh, I love these uh, Instagram slash Twitter Q&As. Oh, I mean just Instagram. Go to yeah. openstudiochess.com. Check out our Piano Access Pass, where you can get literally every piano course we make. And every piano... If you get the annual Piano Access Pass, which is, by the way, super affordable, not only do you get everything we make, which is like a dozen piano courses so far, yes. but everything we're going to make in the next year is yours right. as soon as... Not even as soon as it comes out, but before it comes out to the general public, we let you have it. Right. You know what I mean? So go get your uh, Piano Access Pass from openstudiojazz.com now. Uh, leaving, leaving us, uh, leaving us <laughs> to be leaving us a rating and review. <laughs> to be leaving us if we go to Moscow to St. Petersburg <laughs> and look at this hot jazz. <laughs> no, leave us a rating and review. Uh, we love that here on the You'll Hear It podcast. Seven stars only. Seven stars only. Um, can I read a seven star review? Because we just happened to g- have gotten one yet uh, today. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. Come on, homie. Okay. Uh, this is the title of this review. This comes from M. Goldson uh, via Apple Podcast, which is a great place to leave us a, a review. Um, the title is Seven Stars, uh, a must-listen podcast. As an aspiring pianist, listening to this podcast is part of my daily routine, both entertaining and educational. I would definitely recommend this podcast to all jazz pianists. Hearing Pete 
and Adam Pete. Ooh, want a first name, first syllable, first syllable basis. I like it. Formal with you. Formal. <laughs> Hearing Pete and Adam each day has also inspired me to delve into lessons at Open Studio, which has been a game changer, game changer for my playing. Thanks, guys. Keep dropping that knowledge. Yeah. Well, thank you for leaving that. And yeah, you know, if you guys get a chance, everybody on Instagram or everybody who's listening to this podcast, you know you have time now. Okay, because you're probably not in your car. You probably are not driving around a lot. So this is a perfect opportunity to leave us that rating review that you've been thinking of. You're like, oh, I don't want to do it in the car. I don't know how to do it on my phone. But if you're, especially if you're, you're, you're listening or you're at your desktop or whatever, it's easy to do on a phone. Leave, drop us that rating review because it really helps us spread the word. Most people hear about the podcast word of mouth, but also Apple kind of saying, oh, it's getting a little bit of attention. Let's put this in front of some folks that it might benefit. Yeah, and go to don't forget to go to openstudiojazz.com slash live to get uh, the lowdown on all of our weekly live events. I mean, we have live events, at least one, usually two or three every day. So go check that out. Absolutely. Till tomorrow, you'll hear it.